gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. Uh, got a great interview lined up for you guys today. Those of you probably remember, uh, you know, several weeks ago, well, I was uh, attending the Great American Outdoor Expo up in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, one of the nice things about going to different events and whatnot is is, is networking and just meeting really cool people. And uh, the gentleman that I have on here today, uh, I, I met him at this event and uh, kind of got to know about the organization. I've heard of the organization before and uh, sat there and talked with him for a little bit. And I said to myself, self, we got to have this guy on talking about uh, what this organization does. So uh, I have from the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, um, Mr. Ed Stratton. Ed, how are you, sir? Hey, Adam, I'm doing good, and thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Ed, so let's let's jump right into this. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah, so uh, my name is Ed Stratton. I live in upstate New York, up here in the snowy, wintry, cold <laughs> area of New York State that can't seem to make up its mind what it wants to do here lately. But uh, yeah, I've lived up here my whole life uh, near Syracuse. It's a little town about uh, 60 miles northeast of Syracuse, New York. Oh, and wow. and I currently serve as an area director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in the uh, New York region. All right, uh, Ed, for the listeners that are unfamiliar of what the fellowship of Christian athletes is, what can you, can you enlighten us? What, what is that? What's that organization? Yeah. So the fellowship of Christian athletes is a, a it's a non-denominational Christian organization, non-for-profit. And uh, what we do is we uh, get a chance to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ on different platforms. And there's a lot of different uh, levels of who we are as FCA. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that here in a little bit, but um our main core of how we started uh, is reaching out to coaches and athletes inside of uh, schools and college campuses and just getting the chance to share and equip uh, coaches and athletes with the gospel and, and sharing that message of uh, salvation with uh, through Christ, through the organization. I think that's definitely something that's needed more and more, especially in today's society as, as, as we are seeing how things are uh, transpiring. In, in the world today. Would you agree? Yeah. I, I mean, it's so needed and I'm glad you mentioned that because it's one of the things that uh, drives me into just passionately keep pursuing opportunities is just, it's such a needed thing. And, you know, the opposition and the negativeness of what we deal with every day is such a loud voice. Uh, you know, we as Christians and uh, people that have a, a message of hope need to stand up and be the, as loud or have opportunity to take it to that level and just really share the, you know, uh, counterbalance some of that negativeness that we seem to be bombarded with every day. It, it, it's amazing because I, 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 you know, I grew up going to church, and and I've said this a lot of times on, on this show. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, Ed, you, you see, those of you that know, I've, I've said it, but I, there's a cross that I wear around my neck, and I take it off. The only time I ever, I've had this on my neck now for almost 18 years, and the only time I take it off is for x-rays, uh, and, and, um, cat scans, that's it. It's the only time I sleep with them. Otherwise it, this, this thing stays on, uh, all the time. And, you know, you, it's easy to, you know, we, we live in a world full of sin and, and we're, we're, we're all sinners, but, um, 
there's there's a positiveness about following Jesus Christ. And um, recently, I had a <clears throat> an experience myself where uh, I started opening up the Bible again, and I was I was frustrated, and I and it was I couldn't figure out why. I pray every morning, I pray every night, and I pray several times during the day, and I'm still frustrated, and I, I couldn't understand why. And I, I was walking into this office one day, and I get this gut feeling. Psalms 25. I was like, whoa, where did that come from, right? And uh, I finally opened up to Psalms 25, and the pain goes away, and I had an answer right there. And it's amazing uh, what you could do if you just kind of be still and listen pray, listen, and read the Bible, that all the answers are, are, are there. And I say all this because I think what your organization is, does for young athletes and coaches and, and stuff like that, it is needed, because we've, we've become a society that has taken God out of the schools, we've taken God out of societies, and I'm not sure who said it was, it was rude to talk about religion uh, or whatnot, but I, I, I encourage it. I'll say, you don't have to, we don't have to agree uh, with each other, but I think we can sit down as, as adults or as people and, and respect uh, the other person's uh, view on that. Yeah, it's uh, it's just so needed. One of the, one of the things we really focus on is uh, getting Bibles in the hands of coaches and athletes and people that we come across. Any any uh, function that we do, you know, that, that's a big deal to us is getting Bibles in their hands. And you know, we can't. Uh, Force force people to read it, but obviously if they have it, they got a better chance of, of opening it than if they didn't have it. And so, you know, that's one of the things that we do. And you know, we've we've given out you know hundreds of thousands of Bibles over the year years uh, at the show that you and I met at. We we gave out over seven hundred and fifty Bibles just wow. at that just at that show. So um, yeah, it's a big deal. And you know, there's something said about the Word of God. It's it, you know, it's living. It's you know, the the Word is living. It's alive, and it's it's not a story that we read today that happened many years ago. It's, it's a, you know, it's an account of God's plan for mankind. And it gives us the opportunity of like you just shared, I get, I get a chance to, I'm going through something, something's not just not right. And I open up the word of God and, and it's relevant for me today. You right. know? So it, that's just exciting to, to know. It, and, it's funny how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's just, uh, you know, every day, you, you know, you pick that word up and it's, it can, you know, you, you read the same scripture over and over and over and it can say something different depending on what you're dealing with, because that's how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. Is that, you know, it's timing and the word of God is just, it's, it's there for us. I love it. I absolutely love it. Ed, you, you know, the uh, FCA has been around for a long time and, and you guys do uh, quite a few things. Let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that FCA does. Yeah, so uh, you know, FCA has been around for 69 years Ooh. this year. <laughs> nice. It was started back in 1954 uh, by the a man named Don McLennan, and um, you know, he had this idea. He was watching, uh, you know, sports stars influence uh, athletes, other athletes, and other people with with negative things like cigarette ads and and beer, you know, all the, all the things that the world would uh, say, Hey, you're an athlete, let's put your name on this and we'll sell more product. He looked at that and he thought, you know, what, a, what a great opportunity to use star athletes to influence uh, people for Jesus Christ. So uh, Don sat down with a, a guy by the name of branch Ricky. Um, and I know a lot of your listeners will 
will know who this guy is. You know, he broke down a lot of barriers as a black athlete coming in and playing baseball. He eventually went on to be the uh, president and general manager for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And he sat down, he asked for a five minute meeting with him. And he, he said, let me, can I sit down and just share an idea I have to, to use star athletes to share the gospel or, or have opportunity to influence uh, other athletes and coaches uh, with the gospel. And, you know, that five minute request turned into a five hour meeting. And that's how uh, the fellowship of Christian athletes got started. That's such a cool story. Now fast forward from there today. And, 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 and FCA's got a lot of different different departments in it as well. Like I, on the website, I know you guys do a lot of like different types of outdoor stuff uh, and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so kind of transitioning forward, you know, the, the, the power of the coach and the power of the athlete, uh, or, you know, especially the power of the coach was always the main focus of FCA. You know, uh, I think it, it was, um, I don't know how many years ago it was said, but uh, Billy Graham said this. He said, uh, a coach will influence um, and have an a influence on uh, more people in one season than most of us will have an influence for, on people our whole lives. Wow. So if you think about the power of the coach in that position of the coach, um, if, if we as FCA, as an organization, can empower the coach and influence the coach for Jesus Christ through the power of the, of the word, um, that, that's pretty pretty powerful. Because if, you, if, if that's true, and I, I believe it is, I, I believe, you know, we've all been a part of a, a sport at one time, and, and we understand the power of the coach. Man, he's like God to us. You yeah. know, he's like, what he says goes, and it better go, or we're in trouble. And, you know, we just we look at these coaches and these influences in our lives as um, shaping our young adult minds. And so that, that's how, kind of how this started to transition into uh, influencing the coach who influences more people in one season than most of us will influence in our whole lives. So uh, that became a real successful model for FCA. And then we, we've kind of transitioned into, uh, I myself have transitioned into kind of specific, sport-specific things. So okay. um, our core of who we are and what we do is uh, in college campuses and on, on, in schools, high schools and middle schools, working with coaches and athletes. But um, when I was first recruited by uh, a very still today good friend of mine, uh, Dave Parks, who was uh, recruiting our son, who was a stud quarterback at our high school here in our little town of Camden, uh, Dave was a um, offensive coordinator for uh, one of the big D3 colleges here in New York. And uh, I got to meet Dave through the process of him recruiting our son to play football at the at St. John Fisher College in, near Rochester. And um, fast forward to a couple of years later, Dave circled back to me and um, said, hey, I, I'm, I've joined an organization called FCA. And I'd like to talk to you about it. And, and my wife and I owned several businesses at that time. And, and uh, we had a chance to hear about FCA and who they were because we, a lot of people have never heard of FCA, especially in the Northeast. Right. Uh, uh, it's fairly new. Uh, I say new within the last 10 years, it's really, really kind of taken off. But um, so I got a chance to uh, hear about who he, who he was, who he was and what he was doing. And, and then I will, I'm always one of those guys that steps back and says, okay, before I, 
jump on the bandwagon here. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do some research and find out that this is a, is a legit Christian organization. And, um, so we got a chance to, I got a chance to look into it, but fast forward, you know, as I was looking into it, um, I, I started finding out that they had this sports specific ministry through FCA motocross. And so I'm a motocross guy. So I, I growing up through all of my, uh, growing up and, uh, I never played a sport. I, I always, I was on my dirt bike every single day after school and I raced every weekend. That's, that's what I did. So I didn't have time for sports and I wasn't really interested in sports. I wanted to be on my dirt bike. So when I found out there was a, a section of FCA that was ministering through the sport of motocross, I thought, man, what a great way to get back into the passion that I lived out my whole uh, childhood and then give back to that organization or give back to that, you know, that sport through the organization of FCA. So in 2012, I launched uh, here in New York state in the Northeast, there was nothing going on with uh, FCA motocross. I launched into, um, got some details that was going on in nine other states. And I said, how do we make this happen up here? And I got, I got kind of the, the crash 30,000 foot view uh, course. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And uh, went out and bought a 24 foot trailer. I put a professional look and wrap on it. I started calling local track owners and saying, Hey, here's who I am. And here's who we are as an organization. Can, can I come and set up at your races on the weekend and just kind of share who we are and what we do. And that fast forward to today, uh, 2023, um, we are, going into our uh, ninth year of holding uh, FCA motocross training camps of which we do professional level training and uh, share the gospel at a four, sometimes five day camp, this year only five days and uh, for the whole family. So the family will come, they'll camp out at our private track. Uh, we get a chance to train them professionally through a series of, uh, or a number of volunteers that help me out with this. And then we, uh, have a ministry program each evening, like a tent meeting. I got to back up here. Yeah. All right. Cause there's a lot there. So I, I want to, okay. So you start the motocross side of it for New York. And I, I got to ask, are you, you still ride? Yes, I do still ride. Actually. I, now I, I, I got a caveat to that. I keep my wheels on the ground. I don't <laughs> jump. You're not yeah. doing the jumps and the tabletops and, and stuff like that anymore, huh? It's, uh... no, I, went, I went from the motocross guy that was crazy wide open and just only knew one speed, which was pegged. Was wide go. <laughs> and now I, I, I do more what's called a dual sport, um, single track riding through the woods type riding. So, yeah, I've got a couple of dirt bikes still that I ride, but I don't do the jumps and the motocross racing. Nice, nice. Now, when you're you saying that you're training these these folks on a, on a, like a professional level, like are are these like people with riding experience, or are there, is it a, a, a people that don't have any experience that want to learn how to ride, or is there is there a criteria that somebody uh, needs to meet prior to to coming? Yeah, so our only requirement is that you can stay on a bike and keep it upright and not tip over. So as long as you have the ability and some experience that's that's what we do we put people into different uh, levels of of uh, experience and then we train them at their level so that we can make them better faster safer riders uh while we have them for that week and um yeah i bring in about 12 uh about 10 to 12 
professional motocross racers that volunteer their time to help me train uh, the families that come and, and join our camp. Ed, so people that are listening to this right now, if they want to get involved in some form or fashion, and and this show goes on on worldwide, but specifically for the national side of things, if people want to get involved, how do they reach out to you, and where can they find more information? Yeah, the best way to do it is through our website, MX for motocross. So MXFCA.org. Okay. Okay. Stands for, uh, you know, MX for motocross, FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So it's MXFCA.org. Perfect. And that's where we do most of our posting for our area specifically. So we're we're New York specific, but North Northeast region outreach uh, for what we do. So, like, guys, if you're listening to the show already, it means you're already on the internet. Just open up another browser, go to mxfca.org, and and check it out and get a hold of Ed because this is this is such a cool program. I wish I would have knew about this growing up, and uh, we just didn't didn't hear about stuff like this. And I think I think again, in in the world that we live in today, it's such a it, there's such a need. Uh, for this and it's and it's something positive so my hat's off to you ed what do you guys have coming up so each year we uh we start out in the in the the early part of the year we join our local district racing associations and we we support them by going to their uh, awards banquet so that's already happened with uh three of the districts here in the northeast one actually one in pennsylvania for the outdoor um racing association so gncc racing we also support that uh NIOA, which is a new york uh off-road association um and so we we do the uh, banquets where we go and we set up and just kind of remind people hey we're still out here here's what we're doing connect with new people and ultimately we work toward uh the springtime when races start happening across the uh, northeast and then we'll we'll take my FCA trailer and some guys just have a 10 by 10 tent and uh, some information about FCA motocross. We'll set up at the races. We'll connect with uh, people there. Um, many times the track owners now we've been doing this so long, they ask us to open up their uh, start of their riders meeting with prayer. So we'll do prayer at the uh, uh, races. We'll also do uh, chapel service. We call it dirt church. So we do dirt <laughs> church at the track. And, you know, one of the things that makes this so um, appealing to people is, you know, a lot of people have a desire to to either uh, know more about God or or build on the relationship they have with through Jesus Christ. And they don't get a chance to do it in this sport because it's always a weekend event. So, you know, they don't have a chance to go to church. So we we bring the church to the track is what we call it. So and then fast forwarding to we do that all summer. We'll we'll. Uh, show up at certain races and promote who we are as a organization. But ultimately what we're doing is uh, getting people interested in our camp and telling them more about it. So every year in the fall and this year, it's August 14th through the 18th at a private track up in Remsen, New York, uh, we will do our ninth year of FCA motocross and off-road family training camp. And so that's, that's kind of the big deal that we do every year. And again, nine, nine years we've been doing, this will be our ninth year of doing it. And um, that's coming up in August this year. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I, I know you're a busy guy. I got one more question for you, sir. Yeah. You're on a show called The Decision Hour, and we, we, we make decisions every day, right? Um, name a time in your life where your feet were on the line 
and you had to make that decision. What was it, and what was the atmosphere like? Now we're talking about motocross days of any, racing. Any, 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 anything. Your feet are on the line, Ed. You got to make a decision, and your feet are on the line. You got to make that that decision. What is that decision that you're making? Oh, that, that's a good answer or a good question for something that comes to mind. So, um, putting it into my own personal uh, experience and the time that I uh, finally uh, realized that I was lost in the center and separated from God. That time my feet were on the line was um, I was very young and dumb in high school and, and doing a lot of things that uh, were contrary to uh, God's plan for my life. And I was uh, asked to be a part of a um, basketball tournament. So we were a guy from another school district contacted through a, a mutual uh, contact and asked if we would be interested. Me and a bunch of my friends would be interested in, in training a, in a basketball uh, setting at his school to ultimately get to a big um, tournament where we'd go and play basketball. Well, little did I know that he had up his sleeve. This was a Christian guy that was ultimately giving us an opportunity to hear the gospel message preached. So we practiced for many, many weeks. We got to this event and uh, at half at uh, intermission of the event, they sat us all down and a guy came in uh, their guest speaker, and he shared a, a testimony in his life where he was in the uh, Air Force, and he was in a, one of the wars he was in, and he crashed his plane. And um, I can remember the story was kind of captivating, but he brought it into um, how uh, God spared his life, and he vowed that he dedicated his whole life to sharing the gospel. If God would get him out of the situation, he crashed his plane, he's burning alive. And so anyways, he shared the gospel message. And at that point, he gave an invitation to, if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, uh, your feet are on the line. Here you are, it's decision time, and do you want to do that? And I can remember, I had I had no interest in God. I mean, I was I grew up in a in a in a uh, you know a church going home. Uh, I can't say that we were a Christian family, but we went to church as a kind of a duty. Uh, but I didn't have any desire to know God that day. I wasn't looking for God. And I can remember that God just opened my eyes that day. And that decision uh, was put on the line for people to make. And I ran. I, I literally ran to the front and and um, prayed that prayer and asked Jesus into my life. And, you know, that was the day that it all changed for me. Folks, you can't see this, but I got goosebumps right now. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Ed, that that is thank you for sharing that decision hour. Amen to that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, folks, we're gonna have Ed's uh information up in the show notes and whatnot. Ed, I appreciate your time today joining uh joining us on the decision hour. Uh very, very much appreciate you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. I just end with one more thing about uh, a new new plan we're working on yes. here for FCA Outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just throw this in there quick. Uh, this is how we met. So the, I, the FCA uh, leadership came to me and asked, would I be interested in starting uh, FCA Outdoors in the Northeast? So FCA Outdoors is another platform for us to bring events to the table for people who have a passion for outdoors, like people that have a passion for motocross. And it, gave, it, it gives us the opportunity to put on an event, an event, like a hunting event, a kayaking, a hiking, whatever the outdoor event is that people have a passion for. Uh, we host events and then we get a chance to share the gospel during those events. So uh, we're just starting out in that. Uh, that's another uh, ministry that's kind of just kicking off here in the Northeast. Now, this has been going on in, across the country for years, and um, it's very 
very impacting. But uh, yeah, I get a chance to kick that off. That's how you and I met. We we went. I went to the uh, Great American Outdoor Show and represented FCA Outdoors, which we're we're kicking off here in the Northeast. So we've got some new events coming up here uh, that we're getting ready to start here in. Um, well, one of them is in Ohio here in a couple of weeks. We're doing a youth turkey hunt. So we'll take uh, fathers and sons, mothers and sons, mothers and daughters, whatever combination team of youth that have a passion for turkey hunting. And we're going to uh, put on a turkey hunt. We'll, we'll provide professional outfit or uh, professional guides that know how to call turkey in for the kids. And then they'll get a chance to hunt turkey and enjoy the passion they have for the outdoors. So that's another ministry that's just kind of kicking off here um beautiful that we're getting started in the northeast that's exciting because it started just like motocross started and it's like okay here's another opportunity let's let's launch this it's beautiful folks i encourage you to check this out uh we're gonna have everything up in the show notes uh ed thank you again so much for joining us today you always have an open mic here at the decision hour and with heroes media group uh folks don't forget check out heroes media group all the shows and new content that we're putting up on the website if you have a podcast or if you're an author and you're interested in working with us go to heroesmediagroup.com send us an email and we'll be in touch that's all the time i got today folks until next time you've been listening to the decision hour